Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Welcome to Top 5, a show where we count things down from number 5 to number 1 this week. By your request, Top 5 Guitar Solos. I don't know why I have to put the pause in there. People are looking at the title of the episode when they're when they're deciding whether to uh, listen to this. Eh, some people don't. They're so, just like, Top 5, hell yeah. Top 5 Guitar Solos. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of repeats on this list, so why don't we just get started, Rodrigo? What do you have for your number 5? Uh, for my number five, I have um, pretty much the introduction to uh, Oye Como Va. Really, the entirety of Oye Como Va is one long guitar solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Santana. Mm-hmm. He was going to be on my list. Yeah. He didn't make it. Uh, yeah, Santana is a well-known guitar guy. He has a guitar, and he hangs out and plays music. He has a whole band, and his band is also named Santana. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Oye Como Va is a great song in general. Um, and, uh, sorry about that. I'm blowing up. Um, but, uh, or, or rather, Santana's catalog is, is really great. But I think uh, out of the kind of iconic kickstart into a song solo is Oye Como Va has, has, the, has, has the best one. All right. Very cool. My number five, The Eagles, Hotel California. Oh, that's such a good one. That was so close to my list. Yeah, it's, it's really good. I mean, there are really two guitar solos. So when you listen to the recorded version, the studio version, that's Don Felder and Joe Walsh who are trading off back and forth on the guitar solos. Um, but Felder wrote the entire thing, Sure. but I just sitting there and listening to it and it builds and it builds and it builds. And of course you've got the intro, which is really cool. But then, uh, later on in the song, it's just really a mellow, a mellow piece that is also a very scary song. But, um, my number five, the Eagles with hotel California, um, yeah, it was almost on my list, but I, I remembered the words of the dude who said, I hate the F bomb Eagles. And so I couldn't do it. Mm, I don't know what that is, but Matthew, please share your number five. You're the one who introduced me to the Big Lebowski, man. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, please share your number five. My number five is not by Don Felder. It is, in fact, by Don Fagan. Donald Fagan, half of Steely Dan, along with Walter Becker. And it has, actually, it's a really, really long opening guitar riff that's interplayed with an electric sitar. 
And it's really this wonderful, just ongoing thing. And I love a song where the intro is five minutes of the songs too. But my number five, Do It Again by Steely Dan. One of the hardest guitar solos to play on a Guitar Hero back in the day. But a really, really great one. And of course, you get to the middle of the song and then it starts just going absolutely nuts. They remix the solo into something really weird. And you get this back and forth from the guitar and the sitar. And it's just this moment where every time I hear it, I have to listen to the whole song. And if it comes on as I'm pulling up into the driveway, we're going to go around the block three or four times because you have to spend the entire four minutes and 14 seconds or, you know, five fifty if you're doing the album, but it's a really, really wonderful song and it's in G minor, which is rare in music too. So I really like it. Do it again. My number five. All right. And number four, Rodrigo, what is, what is that, uh, guitar solo on your number four spot? Uh, my number four is, uh, like Oye Como Va, it's really, uh, you could you could argue that the entirety of the song is a guitar solo um, because it's an instrumental piece that is very guitar driven, and that is I like Van Halen because my sister thinks they're cool by L Ten Eleven. I don't think I've heard so, this one. I don't yeah, think I've heard to, that one either. Try to parse out where the song title ends and the uh, the band title begins out of that one. Just roll it back and play it again and see if you can figure it out. Because I thought the band's name was My Sister Thinks They're Cool. That that would be a good guess. But then you've got four more words after that. So well, yeah, but I, I zoned out. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot. Like, I've, I've taken up the entirety of this entry just with the title. But uh, <laughs> L1011 is a, it's a really interesting band. Um, they have this really upbeat, but mellow sort of sound. Um, there's a lot of sort of electronic influence in it, but there, it's still very guitar driven. Um, if you've ever seen the documentary Helvetica, which is about Helvetica, the, the typeface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, it the score is uh, has a lot of pieces by L ten eleven, um, good times. Nice, very nice. Uh, I was just thinking the only documentary about a font that I have seen is the one about uh, Comic Sans. Mm-hmm. I yeah. too. I actually recommend Helvetica. Helvetica is uh, a an entirely ubiquitous font that does actually have a very interesting history. Yeah, very cool. Uh, my number four, kind of like, I don't want to say it's kind of like yours, Rodrigo, in that it's just one long guitar solo, but when you hear the the, uh, the little picking of the guitar, and, and I think it goes, I think the song is like three and a half minutes. This is the shortest song on my list. And about two minutes in, it goes in for about a one minute, just hard guitar solo. But at one point, you you hear one of these long bearded fellows go, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> ZZ Top's LaGrange. When you hit that guitar solo, again, it's about two minutes in, and then it just yeah. goes for like a full minute. It is like so cool to listen to. Now, a lot of people wouldn't say that this is a great guitar solo, but I think you got to appreciate it when it just turns it up to 11. You know, and the yeah. entire time it's just been in the back picking, and then just, wow, I, I like it a lot. It's uh, it's my number four, ZZ Top and LaGrange. Yeah, I mean, you, it's it's... It's tough to do lobster thermidor, but it's also tough to do a really great cheeseburger. 
And I think that's what that guitar riff is. It's something that should be simple, but it really rocks. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I mean, a simple guitar solo. I mean, there's one that I had to take off my list because there was another song that was even better. But and it may be on somebody else's list, so I don't want to spoil it. But I'll I'll mention it at the end of the show. But Lagrange just beat out like my number six. Ooh. Uh, and I had to bump it down to number six and then move the Eagles up. But uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> ZZ Top is really good with their guitar, and, and Lagrange is a, an excellent guitar solo. Yeah, Matthew, what is your number four? My number four is not just a guitar solo, not just a killer song, but actually a repudiation of an entire movement in pop culture at the very beginning of what I can like to think of as modern pop culture, because in 1967, three things were true. Paul was the walrus. We really, really didn't know what was up with Frankie and Annette and the monkeys didn't play their own music, which is why my number four pleasant Valley Sunday shoots that right in the face. 1967. Of course, the monkeys have fired Donnie Kirshner, their music supervisor, and they have gone into the studio four guys who barely know each other to make music and they make Pleasant Valley Sunday. Pleasant Valley Sunday is the four monkeys and Chip Douglas from uh, the turtles yeah, my three sons. on bass guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Chip Douglas from my three sons on the bass guitar. So Peter can play the keyboards and Mike plays the lead guitar riff. And it's this really great jangly, almost, you know, not quite a, a surf guitar riff, but definitely has the the roots of a surf guitar riff and has a little bit of country to it. You know, you guys know mm-hmm. how it goes. You've heard mm-hmm. it a million times, mm-hmm. but as they go through the song, Mike actually ends up on the, the album version. It's double tracked. So you hear two different versions of Mike playing the same solo. And then they start turning up the reverb and the reverb's coming at different levels. So these solos are just like flying out into the ether and they just more and more echo and more echo on the guitar, more echo on Mickey's voice when he's singing along. It's really wonderful. And it's one of the rare songs where you can actually hear all four monkeys vocal tracks on the song. Nice. There are not a lot of those. Yeah. All right. Um, those were our number fours uh, so far. A pretty good uh, sound list or music list that you can put on your iPod or your iPad or your uh, Zoom if you so like. Your, your pad pod. Yes, your, your pad pod pods pad. and your pad pods and your pod pods and your pod pods and your antipodes. Yes, antipodes. Tide pods. And your tide pods, but don't put those in your mouth because they don't uh, play the music that you think they do. Rodrigo, what do you have for number three? Uh, My number three is uh, from a uh, a band that I'm a very big fan of. They were big in the 90s in uh, Latin America. Um, And uh, this is, I feel, one of their better songs. It's Clavado en un bar by Maná. And what I really like about it is that uh, the song starts out with kind of this like ska sort of beat, um, and then it kicks into gear into like this like driving rock and roll song, and then it like kicks it even more into gear with this like flying guitar solo, which ends abruptly back into like a little ska thing, and that's that's partially what I like about it that the song builds and builds and builds. And then you'll find that a lot of, uh, uh, you know, guitar solos and songs like this will like sort of like gently deposit you back into the bridge. Mm-hmm. But this one really doesn't. It just kind of ends <laughs> into like a, some woodblock and then you're back at the beginning of the song. So that's I've always 
I've always liked that. Um, I think that there's a lot of, of things that you can do with a guitar solo. And most of the time, a guitar solo will still sort of occupy those like that, that very specific place. And, and, uh, so it's just like another sort of interchangeable thing. But in this song, it really feels like it kind of feels like the solo doesn't fit or like they had to cut it short. And weirdly, that makes it more interesting. <laughs> very nice. Very, very nice. Now, we've been talking, it seems like um, you're number three. You're talking about building and building and building. My number three also builds and builds and builds and builds. And it's probably number one on a lot of people's list. It only made number three for me. Alan Collins playing the guitar solo on Leonard Skinner's Free Bird. And yes, all throughout the bit, uh, through the song, the first bit, yeah, there's some good music in the back. But when you hit the back half of that song, suddenly he just gets more and more and more and more intense as that song cycles around and cycles around and cycles around. It's almost like it's feeding back into itself and lifting everybody up. It is... It is crazy when you hear this and I've seen people hear this song and really listen. I mean, I, I know a lot of people probably said, oh, yeah, I, I know Free Bird. But when people actually just sit down either for the first time and hear the song or just really for the first time, sit down and listen to the song and absorb it. You just see this thing that happens to their faces when you hit the latter half mm -hmm. of that song and the guitar solo kicks in and it just keeps amping and amping and amping and amping. And you can kind of see this look on the face of, oh, my God. Is this going to ever stop? Not not as oh god, is this ever going to stop? Meaning it's bad, but no. oh my god, can they can they keep doing this? Can they keep maintaining this intensity? And can they keep mm. building the intensity throughout the song? And certainly, if you've heard Leonard Skinner's Free Bird, uh, you would say yes, they can keep doing it. Yeah, they're still going. Yeah, it's still yeah, going. That's all. Yeah. That's all. Is still going. Yeah, somewhere well, in the Clive universe. Clive Owen still has like five people to kill. So the song has to keep going yep. until everyone is dead. That's until everyone's law. dead. Yes. All right. Very nice, Matthew. Okay. What is your number three? <laughs> that was the best no sell ever, by the way. My number three is kind of a cheat for me, but I felt like I really wanted to represent, um, how shall I put this music from the 21st century? Cause I'm kind of an old guy, but there are things in modern music that I really love. And of course, this is a 10 year old song at this point, but my number three by a band called Muse Knights of Cydonia. And it has actually two different guitar riffs. It opens with this long and involved guitar riff where the bass line sounds like horses hooves kind of galloping along. Cause you know, you got a whole Knights theme going on. And then you have this really weird driving guitar that reminds me of Telstar. Do you remember Telstar from like 1959? You mean the first satellite that was up in space? Telstar no, the one? song oh. about the first song. No, I don't think about so. About the satellite. Uh, you've heard it. <laughs> you've definitely heard it. I, I know you have. I'm yeah, probably sure worked, I have. You worked in rock radio. You have heard Telstar. But Telstar is one of those, again, kind of, you know, beach rock, Dwayne Eddy, songs. And this has that. And then, of course, you get into the, the lyrics, which are kind of weird and dreamy and kind of droning on and on. And then you get into the second guitar riff, which is the most amazing, terrible thing on the planet Earth. If you've ever played it, and, you know, I've played it on Guitar Hero. <laughs> yeah, which is actually an instrument, you guys. And don't tell me it's not, because then I'll cry. But if you've ever actually played it, the more you try to play it, 
the more impossible it gets because it has these weird triplet fills and it has this thing where, you know how music goes one, two, three, four? No, and you're like, I'm going to hit two and I'm going to hit the four. Yeah, sometimes it'll go three. I'm going to hit the two, I'm going to hit the four. Or you're going to hit the one and you hit your three. This one is like, you're going to hit the one and the three, you're going to hit a seven. There's no seven, but you're going to find it and you're going to hit it. Then you're going to come back around for a two and then another seven. But sevens don't exist, so that's okay. It's just this intense part where... I just like to sit and listen to it. It's a song that'll put you into a weird sort of REM state where your brain stops working. And then you can go back to whatever you're doing in your life. In my case, getting yelled at by strangers for, you know, not much above minimum. Uh, we've known each other for 20 years, Matthew. That's true. We have probably more than that, closer to 30 at this point. So I, I hardly think that I count as a, as a stranger. Uh, I don't think of you as a stranger so much as... And you know, you're not so much a strange. <laughs> I wouldn't say Which, what you, you do know, the is doors, yelling. I would be surprised if the doors didn't wind up on somebody's list. Steven in interactions this. are not yelling. It's more like that thing where your mom goes, I'm not mad. I'm just I'm disappointed. Just, just very, very disappointed in you, Matthew. Yeah, but you just turn it up to eleven. <laughs> and then it's everyone like everyone is disappointed in you, Matthew. Yes. Oh, if shit. we ever did <laughs> top five twiddly keyboard solos then the doors would probably occupy oh yeah, yeah. A lot definitely of oh, definitely 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 that God, too yes yes all and right i mean go ahead that's that's just like yeah oof but knights of cydonia if you haven't heard it go listen to it right now hopefully maybe steven can link the music i don't know if we can no, do that i'm not gonna it's do okay. that i'm not gonna do okay. that sorry well people so can go look it up you go look it up <laughs> knights of cydonia by muse m-u-s-e check it out it's amazing if you have guitar hero you know what i'm talking about and you know that it's awesome Okay, listen, we are getting into our top twos now, and there are some bands that, and some musicians and some guitarists that haven't been mentioned. Sure. And so I think these next six songs are going to either make everyone really, really happy, or there are going to be some people going, how dare you, sirs, for not mentioning XYZ Oh, yeah, uh, we're definitely going to get that. I, I mean, I... I don't know what the rest of your list looks like, but I'm going to guess that okay. we very well might get some flack by the fact that we actually haven't really included any like guitar, guitar guys like, right. That's or, what I'm saying. Like, like Malmsteen's or say Satriani's or whatever. Or like, Steve Vai's or, right, or, right. You know, yeah. Bermuda Schwartz's. We haven't hit any of the, even the Van Halen's yet. So I will be yep. interested, Rodrigo, to find out what your number two is. Uh, my number two, uh, like, Free Bird is uh, comes from a song that does seem to build and build and build to a feverish conclusion and then slows down like a train, I feel. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's just kind of what it feels like. Yep. Uh, it's uh, 25 or 624. Hmm. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. And basically, the second half of that song is just that the same sort of like da na 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 riff with like this solo that is like it's it's just so it's so much fun because it does it sounds like it sounds like the first half of the song has been prepping us for this and then the second half is is like this just very unbeknownst to us at the time but now clearly inevitable like crazy guitar solo and we can't stop it because the rest of the song is here so mm -hmm. it's just gonna happen mm -hmm. you're just gonna have to sit through it and you're gonna have a good time 
And then seriously, at the end, the whole song just like slows down uh, and ends. Uh, uh, and it's like just done. Song complete. <laughs> Eject <laughs> tape now. Yep. Eject ravage operation Chicago. So my number two, mm-hmm. you may have seen a pattern. Eagles Hotel California, mm-hmm. ZZ Top and LaGrange, Leonard Skinner, Freebird, all this music from the 60s and 70s. And I'm kind of stuck there. Yeah. With Comfortably Numb from Pink Floyd. Oh, now that's a riff. Again, it is very much like, except this one's in the middle, not not at the end like Freebird. But just right in the middle, the song just, you're, you're really relaxed and you're just mellow. And then it just... The guitar comes in and you're just, again, lifted up to this next level of, oh, my gosh, what is this? I'm sure that the song is more meaningful for people that have uh, imbibed on some edibles of some kind. (laughs) Um, But uh, there's something about this that I'm just like at the end of this, when listening to Comfortably Numb, after the end of that guitar solo, I just want to go back and play that bit again and again and again. And it's fairly long. Uh, where, you know, it, uh, LaGrange had a very short guitar solo. Leonard Skinner, the end of it goes really long. Uh, Pink Floyd's Comfortably Numb, there's this little slice right in the middle that goes on longer than you think it does. But when it's over, you're like, wow, that felt like I was trapped in time listening to this wonderful piece of music, uh, you know, for eternity. And I want to go back to that place. Yep. And, and that's what Pink Floyd does in that Comfortably Numb song. Uh, the interesting thing about this one is... There were six different takes on this solo on the studio album. And what they did was they went in and this is the um, Gilmore uh, went in and he took the best little bits of each of those and mixed them together to produce a a seamless solo throughout that throughout that song. So, yeah, Pink Floyd, Comfortably Numb. Go and take a listen. Matthew, what is your number two? I think my number two is going to get us out of hot water with the people who are oh. mad that we haven't mentioned Guitar Gods. Oh, just wait. Uh, there's there's like five more that I know we're not going to be able to fit in. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, we're and already past that. We're we're already in trouble. Yeah, there's, we are, there's no amount that we can all mention. But there is a name that we have to say. If you say guitar solos, it is imperative that you say Jimi Hendrix. And that's why right. my number two, All Along the Watchtower. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's... Because... One that I was expecting to be on somebody's list. Yeah, and it kind of had to be. It's a you know, it's a remix of a Bob Dylan song, mm-hmm. which is interesting. And it's from you know, it's Dylan in his weird period. And you know, well, I guess that's you know Dylan's life. But this is Dylan's weird period. And when you get to the version that Jimi Hendrix and the the Jimi Hendrix Experience put together, it's like a completely different song. I mean, not just in terms of the way it's put together or the, you know, the way they're approaching it. It feels like a completely different song. And there's a story that goes that Jimmy wasn't entirely satisfied with it. So he was, you know, working with four tracks and then he's like, okay, it's a 12 track now. And eventually he upgraded to a 16 track machine to get this guitar solo just right. But there's a point in the middle of all along the watchtower where you can clearly hear Jimmy going, okay, I think I finally got it right. And then just screaming, going completely nuts on the guitar solo. And, you know, everybody knows what a Jimi Hendrix song listens sounds like. And if you don't, I want you to pause this show right now. You're going to come back. You're going to listen to the rest of the show. But I want you to pause this song right now and go listen to everything that Jimi Hendrix ever recorded and then come back. 
because all along the watchtower is near the top of all of that stuff. And Jimi Hendrix has a really amazing guitar style. Otter used to tell me that uh, he would play his own rhythm guitar while playing the lead. And if you listened all along the watchtower, you can actually hear him making sure that he's hitting the rhythm guitar notes to keep his lead guitar screaming solo altogether. And it's, it's truly impressive. And, you know, as Steven mentioned, it's a song that is well enhanced by the enjoyment of a sandwich, but mm-hmm. not that I know anything about that. I'm a, I'm a boring old 48 year old man. I know nothing about nothing, but an amazing song, a really, really great guitar riff. And it's a good song to where if you're mad about something, and you get in your car, say you have, I don't know, a 1978 piece of crap Dodge or a 90s uh, Chrysler, whatever it is, you got to have a good stereo system. That's the law. And you just turn it up. And this is one of those songs that no matter what you're mad about, that guitar solo will burn it out. It'll burn out your synapses. There will be nothing left but pure joy and Jimi Hendrix screaming guitars. That's why my number two is all along the watchtower. Awesome. Here we go with our number ones. You guys are going to be so mad. You're going to be mad at us. I'm sorry. Well, maybe not, because I think my number one is a solid, generally understood, universal number one. But, Mm -hmm. Rodrigo, we have to get to your number one first. Right. Yeah. I I feel that mine is, too. Okay. Uh, So... Um, my number one is not, doesn't just have a, uh, a powerful solo, but it's in fact the theme for a very well-regarded, uh, television show. And that is, of course, the nineties Spider-Man theme song. (laughs) (laughs) Go back and listen to it. It has like the butt kicking a solo at the very end of it. It's like, it's weird at first. It's like... Spider-Man, 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 right? But <laughs> yes. then it's like, and it's like, it's like, it's exactly what you want out of a solo. It matches it perfectly. And it just like ends you right at the title drop. Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, the dash is important, and, capital. And M. then, and then, you know, you get to to watch uh, Morbius be sad, right? About With the something. voice of Greg Brady, yeah. In your Spider Man, there you go. Um, so yeah, obviously uh, a, a transcendent piece of guitar rock that everybody knows. The theme to the nineteen ninety Spider Man cartoon on Fox <laughs> Kids uh, is my number one. All I remember of that is Spider Blood, Spider Blood. Yep. I'm like, what? Why? Who? What? Go back, go back and re-listen to it. the The best part I, about it is that if you've ever it. heard uh, "Dance Commander" by Electric Six, um, oh, it, sure, yeah, it has yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. riff. MC Bad like, Commander, yeah. yeah, that riff is straight out of the '90s Spider-Man cartoon theme song, which does predate it. I'm pretty sure. Right, I remember because I saw I saw somebody play it. It was live at a Death in the Maidens concert. And they were backed up by a Speed Racer and the Speed Racer Experience, I think. Mm-hmm. What it was, yeah. All right. The definitive, the best guitar solo of all time. Oh. Jim, J- J- Jimmy Page, Stairway mm-hmm. to Heaven. That's all I got to yeah. say. That is, that's the best. That is, that is truly impressive. Stairway is five or ten different guitar it is, solos. It really is, right? 
because it opens with that, you know, that quiet uh-huh. bit. And of course, Stairway is, in fact, the song is a stairway. It has four different levels and four different sections, and each one of them has a transcendent guitar solo. I yep. Mean, yep. So there's a reason why it's banned when Wayne tries to play it. Jimmy. So is there what what specifically is the best guitar solo within Stairway it's to the, Heaven? It's the last one. Yeah. I mean the, one the, the that, opening one the opening one is nice because you get that yeah. nice little do 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 you know it sounds like a you know the uh, old old uh, European uh music but then by the end yeah. it's just like very very cool. And like 25 or 6 to 4 it ends as you say like a train because you'll get to a point where you hear the rhythm section starting to slow down and the guitar keeps going and the music just kind of dovetails back down together to the pace of the first section. But there's a point where the, you know, the drums have slowed down and the guitar is still going da da da. It's amazing. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. My list completely in the in the uh, 70s channel on Sirius XM. That's where mm-hmm. my my yep. list resides. That's where you got to live. That's where you got to yeah. live. I don't listen to a lot of the 80s, which is why, you know, Van Halen didn't make it on my list, but Matthew, one more chance. What is your number 1? There were about nine Van Halen songs that almost made my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one that uh, didn't make the list because I realized it's not a song with a guitar solo. It's literally all guitar. If you ever heard Cliffs of Dover. Right. Uh, just endless, endless guitar. But my number one was almost Stairway. And then I said to myself, there is no way on planet Earth that Stephen Francis Godzilla Schleicher is not going to do Stairway. So I had to go. I love that song. Yes, I had to go with Stairway's counterpiece. Oh, the uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Go a ahead. A couple I, of years later, yes. It's a couple of years later, it's uh, uh, actually it's a, a weird band. It's one of several bands that may or may not really exist. They just sort of coalesce around the particular uh, guitar player uh, who is actually referred to as a, a guitar god. His friends call him Slowhand, uh, and the song by Derek and the Dominoes, whatever that is, Layla. Yeah. Uh, that one was uh, Eric Clapton. Yeah. You cannot, I mean, I feel bad yeah. that Eric Clapton's not on the list, right? Well, it's five. It's top five. I know, but yeah. still it's Eric Clapton and Layla. And again, yep. the, the back half of that song, it's again, t- it's a two part song. Yeah. When you get into the back half of that song and it's just all guitar solo for two minutes or whatever it is. I love just the opening bit where the song just starts cold with a guitar solo, dead mm-hmm. silence. And then, yeah, that's amazing. When I was a kid, I actually I shelled out for the time life books, guitar rock set. <laughs> it was six cassette tapes, all hot pink. And I really wanted it because it was the first time I had ever heard Layla. But oh, yeah, yeah. in 1986, you couldn't just, hear music you had to wait until they played it on the radio and all of the radio stations where i lived were ktop uh butt kicking radio yep here's earl scruggs so i didn't have the option to hear eric clapton and you couldn't just like you know you couldn't go online there was no online there was no line to be on heck the local library there weren't even cds yet right it was records or cassette tapes yep so I ordered that cassette tape to hear Layla, and I was not disappointed. And the quintessential Layla story for me, other than the time that Steven used it in a commercial and we got nailed for yeah, we did on the song, and we had to try and find another song that had the same feel yeah, and remix the whole a, commercial. We had to find us what's called a sound alike. What you uh, basically we recall that the uh, the Jimmy Hart version, uh, but that's neither here nor there. 
But yes, the quintessential story of Layla is when I was a kid, um, actually, I wasn't a kid. I was probably 17 years old. I met my girlfriend at a block party. And this particular block party, you had to have music. So six people backed their cars up and opened the doors and turned on their stereos to the local rock station. By this time, we had a local rock station. It was a different city. And we all had this stupid dance with you know six cars in a circle. One of those cars was mine. I borrowed it from my mother. And I didn't realize that if you run the stereo for six hours, the battery's dead. So, you know, the car battery's dead. It's two o'clock in the morning. What am I going to do? So I ended up sleeping on a, a, a slippery slide, but it was one of those circular ones with the cover. So it was kind of warm. And, you know, also I met a girl and she was really awesome. And we dated for a long time. We were technically married for a few weeks, but that's another story. And that night, one of the songs that really, really got to me and was really like, yeah, hey, Debbie, this is really awesome. And she's like, yeah, it is. And then, you know, married for six weeks. Anyway, long story, Layla is the reason why technically I was married in 1987. And that's why it's my number one. So here are the two that were on my, my, so number six, the one mm-hmm. that, the, that Freebird bumped or ZZ Top bumped, whatever one, Johnny the Good <laughs> from Chuck Berry. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a that. Re- that was my number six. My number seven. I don't know if it technically counts as a guitar solo since it's just a straight musical bit, but mm-hmm. Miserlou from Dick Dale. I would say that that one counts as a guitar solo, but I mean it's a quintessential. Sur- it is the quintessential surf song. Hard, you know. I wouldn't say hard rock surf song, but starting to get into that with the with the with the um, Fender Stratocaster that that he plays in that. Um. I would say the quintessential surf song was one of my also rans, uh, the Peter Gunn theme, mm-hmm. especially the version that uh, I heard played by Dwayne Eddy, I believe. Just an amazing. But again, I, I didn't want to use that one because it's not so much a solo as it yeah, is. Yeah. All get- right. So then that can brings up the question of, I don't know where Rodrigo's, the dates in Rodrigo's songs came in. One of them is obviously the 90s. Mm-hmm. But I really expected someone to have Guns N' Roses' November Rain on the list. I, I had I had Sweet Child of Mine in my also ran. Okay. As did I, yeah. And that's one November Rain is a little more complex for me, but you know, uh Van Halen. Yeah, Van Halen. I was surprised you, it wasn't on anybody's list, including completely mine. Completely not on the list. Very surprising. Yeah, yeah. Well it it was almost on my list because I couldn't decide between you really got me and the one from Better Off Dead whose name I can never remember. Everybody wants some. Everybody wants some, yeah. Yeah, with the claymation guitar mm-hmm. running around. And I'm like, everybody wants some should be on here. But then I'm like, how can I not do Layla? And I'm like, how can I not do Radar Love? And it turns know, out right? the answer is easily. How can I not do Don't Fear the Reaper? Yeah. Not was... just a guitar solo, but, you know, the quintessential uh, I, I need more cowbell song. Yeah. I think I think Stephen was cracking up because when you were talking about Stairway to Heaven, he thought your number one was going to be Tribute by Tenacious D. <laughs> that's what I thought oh! it was. I really, I, that's what I thought. I was like, it's either going to be Tenacious D or you're talking about another Led Zeppelin song, uh, yep. the um, uh, Immigrant Song. But Immigrant that Song is a, just an incredible riff. Yeah. Doesn't have a, it's got a good riff, but it doesn't have a really good guitar solo. The other one that I was it's, expecting. That one's a better bass song, bass yeah. riff song. Yep. You know, so, like uh, like a third of the songs from Jesus Christ Superstar actually individually have super kick-ass guitar solos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Metallica's Metallica's one. one. I was surprised, didn't? Yeah, uh, Crazy well, it's, Train. It's top 
five. This is the thing. You know, when I approach my uh, 10 things list that we do at Major Spoilers, new one was up today, by the way. Uh, hello, future people. Hopefully this is today. I look at it as a collection rather than a true ranking, because anytime we do a top five, especially one this broad, if you ask me tomorrow, you'll yeah, probably, probably be get different. five yeah. different answers. And that's why we have Carl, I, who's out there cataloging all of these. I so mean, he knows how, which we've repeated before. I definitely had Hotel California in my first list, but then I thought there's no way somebody else isn't doing Hotel California. Right. I said the same thing about uh, Light My Fire by The Doors mm. and mm -hmm. Black Betty's Ram Jam, mm -hmm. or Ram Jam's Black Betty, Panda Lamp, whoa, because I'm like, that is a killer riff. But the child, no, she looked at me with the disappointed face of no father. You are not a <laughs> uh, Ozzy Osbourne's Crazy Train. Mm -hmm. Crazy Train and also Paranoid. Mm -hmm. Paranoid by Black Sabbath, which is an Iomi solo. Just amazing. And I don't know. Um, I don't know if there's. A, yeah, I was going to say the other one for me that I was thinking about um, ACDC's Thunderstruck. But I don't know if there's mm. a I couldn't remember and I didn't have time to go back and listen if there was a straight, you know, uninterrupted guitar bit in that. But heavy metal, you think there's got to be right. There is. Uh, I mean, but not it's, always. It's a. It's a Weedley guitar. It's yeah. I mean, but even that is awesome when you hear yeah. that song. Yeah. Rodrigo name checked Ingve. Ingve Malmsteen's Black Star is one of the greatest songs ever written. And it's another one where I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't choose it in good conscience because it's not a solo. It's all guitar. Yeah. It's like a piece. Yeah. And that, that song specifically reminds me of what if. Johann Sebastian Bach didn't play the harpsichord, but in fact played a Fender Strat. Yeah. That's what that, that whole album rising force from 84 feels like is just, who, who is that? That is Ingve Malmsteen. It's oh, called okay. Y N C W I E. You've seen it a million times. Who's the one that took the yeah, actual, yeah. Who, who took the actual box stuff and turned it into electric, uh, guitars. Boy, I don't know. I'm going to have to go back and, and find that because there is a one. I mean, Monstein definitely has done some classical stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and speaking of you know, classical. Yeah. There's like got, gas. Yes. That Ooh. one was my first one was classical gas. And I've even been bugging Matthew to see if his daughter knows how to play that on her guitar. She doesn't. But I played the Jim Stafford version for her this weekend mm -hmm. and said, can you play that? And she looked at me with the face of you are not cool, father. You will never be cool. <laughs> you know, one that kind of surprises me because it's it's not a screaming guitar solo. It's more of a quiet kind of solo, but it's incredible. Hanzo? Paranoid and no. yeah, by Radiohead. Because you get into it and it's just like, it feels like this cool acoustic do-do-do-do-do bit, but it carries the whole song and it makes yeah. everything just... Oh, so there's a there's a band called Calamine, which actually did the C-Lab, the mm. C-Lab 2021 uh, theme song. But they have a song called Astronaut that is yeah. absolutely a ballad and has a, a soft, gentle solo that'll make you cry. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I have a feeling we could go back and do this again. And all those almost. Yeah, we could. Be oh, yeah. This should have been top a five. top 15. <laughs> this should have been a top three hour show. Five. You know, yeah. and this is the thing. Steven and I are going to lose our Gen X cards if I don't mention the opening riff of Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Nirvana. Yeah, no, I mean, just, there's just so much well, stuff. Well, we I mean, we have a separate really... top five riffs, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, there's no Aerosmith in this, but I feel that there, there would be. be if we did top five riffs because that's all that band is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just like 
it's just a kick-ass riff and then somebody screaming over it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and as a nerd, especially as kind of a reductionist kind of, I know things you don't know, nerd. Sultans of Swing by Dire Straits. Yeah, Street I mean, sure. killer. Well, we probably could have easily this broken this down into a top five. Joe. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Bohemian Rhapsody. The mm-hmm. child was so disappointed that I wouldn't put Brian May on my list. And I'm like, well, honey, I, you know, I haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody in the theaters and I'm not 15. But when you grow up and you have your podcast with some goober that you went to college with, you can totally put that on there and you can remind everyone of the times that your father was never cool. There you go. Yeah. Uh, listeners, we know that you have a lot of deep thoughts about guitar solos. <laughs> Yeah, you're out there saying Stevie Ray Vaughan. I know. You're out there. <laughs> you're, you're Here's out your chance. There. Here's your chance, everybody. Head over to uh, uh, Majorspoilers.com. Majorspoilers.com. And in the comment section for this episode, use the comment section and tell us all the ones that we missed, all the ones that make your top five favorite guitar solos. And uh, we're going to go back and we're going to make our own giant playlist. And we're going to listen to them all. Why? Because everybody loves a list. And we will talk with you soon. This podcast is copyright 2019 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.